Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm really happy right now because I'm with my good buddy from Verona, Matteo Perrin. Hello, Matteo. Hello, Larry. Yeah, it's uh, uh, time for us to get a podcast recorded. And, uh, you know, last time we got up to where you had expanded pretty rapidly up to three stores up there uh, outside of Verona on the lake. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we want to talk about some of the things you go, the issues that come up in expansion and adjustments you make going forward. But off camera, you and I were, where I was telling you some of the things I've, I've been going through recently. You've been telling, you know, you, you told me something that uh, some good advice you got from your grandfather, because as you go through life, you're not going to make everybody happy. The sooner you learn that not everybody's going to love you, <laughs> right? The be the better. You know, doesn't matter what you do. You can send them roses, hundred dollar bills. Somehow they're just not going to like you, and there's nothing you can do about it. But a lot of us get attacked, and you talked about it in that last episode. When you do right. well, you get attacked by your competitors you know when i was in north carolina i started in atlanta and i was a real nobody you know nobody knew me i never did anything big consistently in atlanta but when i went up to north carolina we we had our original surge and uh uh sales in the insurance business and the investment business like that we set off a lot of shock waves in town right Pretty soon, rumors came back. I, I, was, I almost fell down laughing when I heard this. They said, well, this is a guy who did the same kind of criminal activity in Atlanta, in Georgia, and they <laughs> took, took his license and ran him out of the state, and he came up to North Carolina to start it all over again. <laughs> and I, 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 I said, that's hysterical because – Nobody even knew who I was, you know, but it was just guys that were making stuff up because again, they couldn't compete. So they had, sure. to, they couldn't admit defeat. So they had to like, Oh, this is a bad guy, but right. they, you're always going to get attacked by somebody in life. First of all, they'll attack your idea or how dare you think that you could start a business or that you could do this. I mean, you always have that, but uh, then when you have success, you get attacked from, you can get attacked from anywhere and it doesn't matter. Sometimes you, you know, you deserve it. You need to say, Oh, my bad. I didn't realize it, but I was stepping on people's toes. I need sure. to grow up. I need to mature. I need to learn how to say things more diplomatically. And uh, I mean, we all go through that as part of the knocking the rough edges off and polishing us. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, so you can move through life smoother. You know, it's not that you have to, but it just makes yeah, life, yeah. you know, you get, you deal with issues in a way where you're not creating more problems. But uh, you, you were saying your grandfather had, a, uh, had a, something, uh, some advice he gave you about when you get attacked in business. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, so he was, again, 1899, okay? He had a long way to go, went through two world wars here in Italy and Europe and, you know, business and, and stuff. But one thing that he would always tell me, even when I was younger, is don't take being attacked as a, something that will draw you down because when you, when you get attacked, you know, and you are a well-intended uh, person, most of the time is because um, you're actually expanding. So, you know, let's put it this way. And this is some examples of things that I've learned from him and others. And also, I guess, life myself from a lot of my clients. A lot of us, uh, you know, we are, we have good intentions. We have the road that we want to pay for ourselves, but we have people around us who are negative. And this is probably the most key thing that I've learned from a lot of the people I've, you know, very successful people I deal with is the fact to not have negative people around you. I mean, honestly, there's, I could probably count all of my clients that are, you know, whether they're famous or not famous, but they're, they've made it in life is the pe people that are negative, keep them out of your life because it, it just pulls you down. So anyway, one thing that he was just, you know, a lesson I learned if I get attacked and there is no reason for me getting attacked is probably I, I actually smile at it and go, you know what? I'm expanding somewhere. Somebody is afraid of me or thinking that I'm an enemy or something. So, you know, they're looking at me, I'm shining. And the negative people don't like to shine. They want everything to be dark, everybody to go dark. They everybody want... to be dull. Yes. So that was just, you know, and again, I, I've always felt so lucky that I was able to have my great grandfather around for so long. So absolutely. And, and the thing is that uh, it's logical, you know, you're taking a bigger piece of the market, uh, but it even extends to this. And we've talked about it uh, before with other, uh, some of my other guests is that when you do well, uh, people feel like you're selling your soul for success. You know, like right. they just assume that you've got to be doing something wrong to be successful. They will not admit or will not accept. It's strange to us because most people go through their life and do not associate with greatness. Right. And the fact that you have the desire for greatness and it could be greatness in business, greatness in sports, greatness in music, great in whatever you're doing. You want to have an outstanding team, have successes. You know, it's just like uh, I was talking to our staff today, you know, and uh, like I was telling you the podcast, you know, in the yeah. first first year we've moved up in the, you know, of all the thousands and thousands of podcasts on entrepreneur, we moved to the like 212 in the first year out of nowhere. And my, fantastic. my uh, number in like 82 in Canada, It'd be interesting to find out how we are in, in Italy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need a translation yeah. probably for most Italian, <laughs> but uh, I got fired up seeing how uh, competitive my staff was about it. You know, like, okay. You know, it's like, you know, and so 
that's what, you know, that competition brings out the best. But uh, when you do great things, when the competition causes you to think, think about doing this, think about doing that, like you went from not running a business at all to where within a couple of years, you ran three stores with 22 employees, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you had, you know, what happens is a lot of those lessons you learn by necessity, you know, and yes. like yeah. when you get to that point and like every day a new situation comes up and you have to assess it right and wrong, you know, like Proverbs says in the Bible, the wise and the fool, like you guess a situation like what's the wisest, you know, the smartest, the, the decision that's going to give us the best benefit long term, not just get through today, but sets us up for long term success. And you just go through and sort things out that way. And, uh, you know, the situation will teach you, you'll teach yourself, you'll coach yourself, you know, and yeah. uh, by looking at it and saying, what's the wise, like your grandfather was giving you wisdom, you know, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's his experiences in life and, you know, then, uh, but, you know, I have to say, I think part of my success um, has always been that I've always been very curious. You know, I ask people, uh, I'm, I'm very interested to figure out and to listen to what they have to say, but then at the end, it has to make sense for me. So, you know, but learning and listening to other people's experience and wisdom is very key. I feel, you know, as long as they, you know, again, if my great grandfather would have told me don't do fashion, you know, it probably would have hurt, but right. uh, just because it would have been my passion, but uh, it doesn't mean that I have to listen to it. You have to gauge, right. you have to evaluate for yourself at the end of the, of the day. Right. Yeah. And you say, where is this advice coming from? Where, who, how did they, why do they feel that way? Rather than just right. take it on face value, you know, like a lawyer is always going to have a lawyer's viewpoint. An accountant right. is always going to give you an accountant's opinion. We can't afford to do it. Don't do that. You know, there's like, no, 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 no. And, uh, you know, they're not the entrepreneur. The entrepreneur has got to have the accountants, the, the right. uh, legal people to stay out of trouble. But at some point, you know, you want the entrepreneur calling the shot, you know, and yeah. a big example of that, uh, you know, and that's like your grandfather, you know, your grandfather was what I refer to as a serial winner because yeah. he won in spite of world wars, you know, yeah. we, have, we haven't had, had to face world wars, you know, yeah. it, you know, troops rolling out of the Alps, you know, soldiers coming into town, you know, we, we haven't had to live through that, taking over probably his farm, his businesses, this, that, the other. Oh, yeah, they actually, in, in my office where I am right now, that's where the Nazis were staying. Really? Yeah, this was his restaurant back then, and they were living here. You know, they took over all his property and, you know, underneath the house, and they were, they were basically being fed at the restaurant and staying here. Wow. So, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, so, the stories he told me is crazy.
So the fact that he, you know, the principles he had, the advice that he was giving you, uh, you look at his life, uh, you see that he was operating on some pretty good foundational principles uh, because yeah. no matter what happened, he was able to bounce back and get, get back and keep moving forward. And so that's what we want to have. You know, we want to have uh, uh, wisdom to base our decisions on. And you got to understand when you're attacked, it can be from your closest family and friends because you get attacked yes. for being successful. I mean, yeah. I've gone into rooms full of people in new businesses and say, how, tell me how your family and friends uh, react to your success. Yes. And they all, 100% have stories of close family and friends saying, you got to slow down. You're not spending enough time with your kids. Uh, you're, you, you're getting carried away. Uh, you need to back off. This is not healthy. You know, right. this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I guess you've heard some of those things yourself. Uh, yeah. But that's an attack. You got to, that is basically verbal. They don't realize it, but that's like verbal bullying you they are like subtle bullying you into backing off from what you know you got to do to get the things done you know uh need to be done you want to do you don't have to do it right. you're you know you want to do it and it's you know if you let them start making decisions that they're going to say take back that suit you know take back that bag don't buy that car you could no yeah. no you no 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 you don't need that let you drive your car for another 50,000 miles, then get a new car. And like all of a sudden they're making decisions about your kids, about your diet, about no, 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 no. You got to live your life and you, you'll make mistakes. But when you're successful, kind of expect attacks because the attacks only come when you're expanding and yes. taking new, t taking new territory in your life. And uh, uh, you got a final word to say, to make on that uh, that uh, that idea, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you think about, you know, um, when you're winning and when you're making decisions that will put you in a winning situation, or or anyway, move your business and your your vision forward, you're always gonna find people who don't agree with you and who will. But the point is that I'm trying to make is is also my personal lesson is try to uh, build your foundation, your team, your inner circle with people that are positive. They believe in you truly, not just by words. You know, they actually like, they admire you and you can admire them back and give them power. Cause power, right. if you get power from your people, you give them power too. Yeah. So to me, that's always been like all, all my artisans that work for me, you know, it's taken me many years to find them. And uh, it's, you know, I treat them like royalty because without them, I would not be able to create my creations, actually make them in the physical universe. And it's just, uh, you know, just have your circle of very key people that are well-intended and, you know, they don't go work against you. Because there's, a, there's, a, there's enough things in this universe that work against you. You know, Absolutely. you want to run 
Uh, your your knees are not strong enough. You, the yeah. wind is against you. It's uh, it's cold outside. All these things. Right. So, yeah, know. and that allows you to take attacks when you know yeah. you got good people. You're like over here. We don't have any problems. You know, right. we're doing the right things because a well-run business on solid principles will grow. And so yeah. we know we're on the right track. We've got a lot of excitement about what we're doing. And when the outside voice comes in to attack you, you can just say, they just don't get it. But, uh, you know, those are the same people that'll come in a year, two or three and say, Mateo, you know, I always knew you had it in you. I just, <laughs> right. I just knew you were going to, uh, you know, do it big. I could just see it. And, uh, you know, you just had that air about you, you know, the same people who criticize you and would, right. would stop you from doing it. It'll come in and they'll, they'll make it seem like they were your biggest boosters all along. Yeah. But, but, you know, I think that's the key is turning those critic critics right to boost you. Yeah. It's like, it's the fuel. Yeah. You know, you know, like I, I go into that little town on the lake and I smile now. I mean, yeah. I used to smile right. before, but now I really smile because people, you know, like no one would, would have expected or believed that a guy that has, you know, that has come from where I've come. And, you know, again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I was poor. My family right. was not rich. My dad was right. an electrician. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. So, you know, we were not rich, but I did have food on the table and I had clothes. Right. So, right. you know, but I'm just saying it's, you know, now I go into that town and from having three stores and I see the people still living there and working there. Now I, I go, like I walk in and I'm like, you know, I actually travel the world every year. I design for, you know, very famous or very exciting people, you know, people that really, I feel have made a difference in, in their field and, uh, and I love what I do. And it's, it's almost like, you know, none of these people could ever believe it, but it is, and it's real and it can be done, you know? So, Absolutely. What was your grandfather's name, by the way? So my great grandfather was Alessandro Brentegani. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was, let's put it this way. I, I remember he started teaching me some stuff. I was seven years old and he would give me chores, you know? Yeah. And uh, so one of the things that he had started asking me to do, he was 91. He always liked to get uh, shaved in the morning. So before I go to school, when he thought I was old enough to hold a straight razor, he'd ask me to shave him. <laughs> And, you know, when you're seven years old, at first you're like, come on, you know, it's like, yeah. um, but then it actually, I realized how important it was for him. Yeah. And, um, and again, and this goes back to my passion of dressing. And so here's the thing. I know a lot of people don't, may not care how they dressed, how they looked, but I have something to tell you. And this is something I learned from him. He was in a three-piece suit, bow tie and tie and hat, top hat and a cane until nineteen until 98 when he passed. Okay. Really? I'd never seen him dressed down at all. And he would tell me that in his era, 
you didn't just dress up for yourself. You dressed up for others because you respected the other people, you know? So you would go to meet your friends. You respected them. So you wanted them to look at you at your best. And they didn't have money, you know, and they didn't have 20 suits like some people have now or 30 or 50. They had maybe three suits, but they were good, you know? And uh, anyway, he would, I had never seen him dress down at all. Even when he would come with us to take down peaches in the summer, um, you know, with my family, uh, he would come there, take down his jacket, roll off, roll up his sleeves and have his vest and take off his tie. And I mean, it's just, uh, it was a different era. Let's put it that way. But I love the fact that they, they appreciated how they all looked. And so what I try to tell people now in my world is not like, you know, it's fine. I, I understand people. I'm, I'm wearing right now just a cashmere sweater. So, I, you know, I don't have a tie or shirt or jacket. But I tell people, try to give yourself a look that, that it would be appeasing to others. And that shows them that you respect, you know, like I don't go into a meeting, I mean, flip-flops and a pair of shorts because I think it's, it's just not nice for the other person. It's just, I feel like I'm not respecting them. So I try to, you know, I try to, to fit what I'm doing. I also don't go, you know, surfing in a shirt, you know, tie and jacket and blah, blah, blah. But you have to fit the situation. That's kind of what I do with lifestyle. It's you fit the persons, you fit their uh, who they are, and one one ability I feel that I have strong and is the fact that I I can connect with people, and that helps me really understand who they are as a person, and then where they have to go, then you know it's just uh, added information. So if I know you have to go to the opera at, at the Scala in Milano, you know, of course, you're going to have a, a dinner, right. you know, coat or, you know, a tuxedo or something, right. mm-hmm. just because that's just proper. Right. And it doesn't matter whether you agree or not. It's just that's what you do. And so we appreciate, uh, appreciate all of this stuff. Great wisdom, you know, way in the back. There's always been serial winners. There's always been people that can take whatever life throws at them and deal with it. And soon as they get a little breathing room, bounce back and regain where they were and keep moving forward. And your grandfather is a great example of that serial winning through world wars and things like that. Hopefully you and I will not have those problems, but uh, right, exactly. uh, I still will take covid over the nazis any day you know <laughs> yes yes I, so, I agree anyway thanks so much uh this has been great mateo look forward to uh next time all right if you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world i've taken the most valuable business lessons i've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellowinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.